Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Atlanta! We're down, but not out. It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We start off every day and every hour by saying, Hey, man! Hope you had a great weekend. I had a great few days away, which we'll talk about. Mike has some stories to share, and we have to talk about what needs to be discussed. But first things first, uh, as we get the show started on this Monday, guys, Mike and I, uh, for different reasons, and, and Mike's, you know, uh, he texted me last night, and literally, uh, out of shock, because I wasn't back home yet, I see this text. I'm not going to tell you what it said. I'm going to let Mike tell you. And then I went, What? And then Mike's like, I'm all right, but here's the situation. So how are you feeling today, man? Yeah, man. I uh, played golf on uh, Saturday, and uh, I felt, felt like I had some allergies, and I didn't take my Claritin. So I just thought I was dealing with a usual you know, hay fever or allergies. And I woke up uh, yesterday just really, like, I don't know, achy and had some chills. So I went down to the walk-in clinic from Piedmont and got the test and came back. Yeah, I tested positive for COVID. So had to inform everybody and uh, everybody I was in touch and contact with in the last you know 72 hours. So... The good news is I am boosted and vaxxed, and uh, I feel today like I just got the common cold. But unfortunately, I won't be able to you know, hang around the studio for a while, and it really sucks because this is draft week, bro. What a buzzkill. It is. It's a tough week, but, you know, safety, health right. concerns, all that stuff comes first. But, you know, listen, and, and the reason why we're sharing this with you, because, again, we understand where we are now. This isn't the beginning of the, of the uh, you know, coronavirus. We understand, you know, for most folks now who've been vaxxed, you're going to be just a little, little ill. You know, for some people, there are no effects. But, you know, Mike hit me with that last night, and it was kind of a, like a, a reality check again yeah. because we've been so far, at least I have, removed. But, Mike, there have been a lot of people within our circle that have been, you know, testing positive. So we're just telling you, man, I know a lot of people are like, oh, the allergies are bad or it's the, the weeds in the air or whatever. If you're feeling bad, man, go get checked. Make sure you're good to go. But, yeah, man, I, I just want to make sure you're good to go. Yeah, man, it's like I said, just aggravating because there's nothing I love more than being out at the Mercedes-Benz on Thursday and seeing everybody. I know you and Chuck will have a great show, but I'll just continue to mock draft all day, Carl, on Thursday. But, uh, yeah, what a, what a crazy week. Friday, we're interviewing Steve Coonan, and I know you've already read the articles in the paper. It was talked about at the time. I, I couldn't get uh, cell service to get out. It, it was a lot of stuff going on at uh, State Farm Arena, Carl. 
10 to 6, people start waving their arms at us. And Steve's like, I'm not getting off the radio. What's going on? And then there's some knuckle that decided to leave a package, like a gym bag, right in front of uh, State Farm Arena. So we had a bomb scare. So, I mean, it was, it was like, what? Crazy, crazy couple of days. Great win on Friday, but we're all just really scratching our heads after an awful performance last night. Yeah, and, and you know, when I got word of that, you guys hit me up again. I was down in, in, at Disney, and I was like, a bomb threw? I mean, you know, it's just the stupidest, craziest things that happened. Thank God nothing came oh. of that. Like, there was, you know, the, the, the authorities have to do what they have to do to make sure everybody's safe. But, yeah, that blew me away. And then that delayed the start of the game, too, didn't it? I mean, right. they pushed the game back like 30 or 40 minutes. And pushed everybody back to Western Conference, the whole shebang. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, here's where we're at, guys. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Uh, glad to have you listening on this Monday. We have a lot to cover. Three days. Three days until our Atlanta Falcons start to change and that fundamental change we've been talking about of getting good when are we going to draft good players how are we going to build that starts thursday but we have time to kind of break it down we'll talk more about it as the day goes on but as far as the heat and the hawks let's just say this they did not have kyle lowry last night he was a scratch because of a, a left hamstring strain so he's on the bench and what kind of performance, what kind of effort do we get as Hawks fans being in the situation we're being in? Last night was a must win. Let's tie it up. Let's go to Miami. Let's roll the dice and see if we can steal one. And maybe we come back and we win this series. But I got to tell you guys, right now, Jimmy Butler is flat out outplaying our star. I'm going to say that again. Jimmy Butler is outplaying our star. We've had two games now, Mike, in game one and game four, where Trey gave us eight, and he gave us nine points last night. Now, we can talk about all the reasons why, but when you get down to it, when you talk about these playoffs, Tatum and Brown for the Celtics are outplaying Kyrie and Durant. That's why they're up 3-0. And right now, Mike, we're not getting enough from our star. We're just not. No, I said it on Twitter. It's like we, we've been always saying, who's going to be the Robin to Trey's Batman? Look, Trey's not been good. They're aggressively defending Trey, and no one else is stepping up. It's not just Robin, Carl. we got like a team of Alfreds, okay, guys who can give you something one day a week. You know, Bogey, for every day he's good, he disappears. Gallo, one day, then he's off. You know, Hunter was actually pretty good, but he had some turnovers and missed passes. I mean, it's it just we miss, we're missing some things out there, brother. One of them is a, a plain personality, a toughness, a mental and a physical toughness we're not showing. And I know that uh, I, if this continues, and I, I don't know how we uh, manage to get it together in Game 5, Travis Schlenk, we'll have plenty of time to talk about it, but Schlenk's going to have a lot of questions to ask here in this offseason. But we need another star, and I'm willing to move a lot of this roster to get that second star to your point. Everybody who's better than us in the Eastern Conference has got two or three guys. You know you can bank on them every night. I think, you know, Butler's been 21, 45, 20, 36. He's just showing up big, man. And, and, and yeah, his, his supporting cast is better. You know, I asked Mike and, and, and Bo today, our executive producer, Chris is off today, Turtle. I said, what happened to Bogey? I asked you guys this on Twitter last right. night. Follow us. He's Mike Bell, ATL. I'm at Put Him Up, C Dukes. The radio show is Dukes and Bell 929. And, of course, follow this radio station at 929 The Game. We're on the gram as well and across all other social media platforms. I said, where's Bogey? What, what happened to Bogey? Some people hit me up last night. Oh, well, Dukes, he's hurt. Again? I mean, he stays hurt. I'm sorry. Like, this is good game, bad game, good game. Where's Bogey? And so if you're telling me that Bogey is, to Mike's point, our Robin or the next yeah. best guy up, we've got bigger problems. We need another playmaker. And the reason why they're slowing Trey down and shutting him down to a certain degree is because we don't have that. And Eric Spolster looked at our team and went, <laughs> cut the head off the snake. We're good. Right. We're, we're going to let everybody else 
try to beat us, but they can't do it if we limit Trey, and they've done that, Mike. Right. I mean, there's no consistent threat. That's the thing. There's no consistent number two guy. Who is that guy going to be? You know, you, you've got high hopes for DeAndre, and Hunter did a better job. But, you know, and I thought I thought at times, certainly Okongwu has been great. But right at the half, I mean, they went on runs. What was amazing was Friday night, we were able to deal with a 21 nothing run. By the way, you know, Nate, there is a thing called a timeout. You know, you can call it a timeout. We you know when the other team was starting to pull away, but we were able to overcome that. And then on this game, we just we couldn't. We looked terrible. Carl, perimeter shooting has been awful. The Heat make their shots. They get in the half court and they have a plan. We get in the half court and it's either ISO Trey or just guys and guys have to hit the open looks. We're just terrible in perimeter shooting this uh, this time around. So when Trey went for eight in that first game, guys, he was zero for seven from beyond the arc. That's three point land. So he didn't hit a three. And then last night he had nine points total, but he was three for ten from three-point land. Mike's talking about certain instances where you see the frustration start to play, and I'm just going to jack it up mm-hmm. instead of trying to get a better shot. Even if it's me shooting, I just can't jack it up because, well, I don't have anything going. And sometimes Trey gets going with those shots. But then when he doesn't, you get games like last night. So I'm not going to take even the first game because that was a what's going on here? Are we tired? We talked about all the reasons. But now we're four games, five games into this series about to be, and you're still seeing how the Heat are trying to limit him. I want you to hear what Trey said about how the Miami Heat are playing him right now. This is what he said. I mean, I I took 11 shots. I probably took a couple forced ones at the end. And, um, I mean, I really didn't get any too many clean ones. So you got to give them credit. And, uh, we got to do a better job of figuring out how to get get some more open looks and get them get them off me early, and uh, so I can create not only for myself but for my teammates too. All right, this is this is where I'm going to go in on Nate. It's Dukes and Bell. You can't just allow Trey as good as he is off the dribble, and expect him to give you in the playoffs when teams play you differently what he's done during the regular season. I'll use Steph Curry as an example. Steve Kerr has him running around, Mike, running around, mm-hmm. off of screens, giving him space. Create for him. Trey, if you're just going to tell me, well, Trey, you're good one-on-one, man. Go. He's, we've seen one-on-one guys in the playoffs. We've seen James Harden. Right. Give him some help. Give him some screens. Let him run around. Let him free himself up through some other things offensively, Mike, it's bugging me, and you're seeing how badly that's playing out in this series. Yeah, there's enough blame to go everywhere. I mean, you know, think about, like, Kayvon, you know, Red Velvet. Red Velvet, four points yesterday. That's terrible. We already talked about Bogey. You know, Okongwu, he does the best he can. Capella, I thought, gave a gritty effort, but again, he's not 100%. I mean, that's just unfortunately part of the NBA. You know, it, the Heat are just getting guys healthy. They're getting, you know, they got Victor Oladipo now in the mix. We're sitting here trying to cobble together five guys who can actually make some shots. So, Gallinari, we've talked about it. Good Gallo, bad Gallo. It was more of it was mediocre to bad Gallo. 0 for four from three. We live and die like everybody else from the three. Trey nine points. I mean, it's it's almost and I hate this fact because I know you talked about it on the national show last week. We talked about Kendrick Perkins defending against Stephen A. Smith and all the Trey haters are going aha aha. Well, again, uh, show me a guy who's got, gotten a team on his back and then you get to the playoffs and nobody's showing up. The you said it. The Heat going right after Trey making him totally uncomfortable. And by the way, this is going to continue. This is something Carl's going to happen now mm. moving forward. So you better come up with a plan, Travis Schlank. That's why you need to go get help. And I don't know what happens in this series. Maybe we make a remarkable comeback. Guys, you know I don't, I don't BS with, with you guys. They're a better team than we are. They've been a better team than we have been all season. It's why they're the number one seed. But as you and I know, anything can happen in the playoffs. 
So I'm always optimistic when you get in these situations and you do have a star like Trey that could go off at any moment and you go, well, he gives us a chance. But the reality is they've been better. They've been tougher. They, they have better shooters than we have had all season long. And this is a culmination of us fighting for a 10th spot and them being the number one seed. Right. So now as this plays out, Mike, listen to what Trey said about how hard they are guarding him. I thought this was interesting. This is Trey Young. For sure, I haven't been guarding I mean, like this in a long. I mean, obviously, you get guard like this every now and then, but consistently since, like, high school. And, I mean, obviously, it's way better competition, so it's hard for me to to score a lot more through the double teams and face guards uh, at this level. But, I mean, it's it's a challenge for me. And, um, I mean, it's gotta, I got to learn how to, to fight through it and, and make it easier for, for myself and for my teammates. So I got to I'll, – I'll figure it out. Um, and that's, that's, my, that's my plan. Yeah, you know, you said uh, about the match and knowing what Spolster and these guys are going to do and they're coming after him. It's just – look, there's always going to be limitations. I think, you know, if you look at uh, Steph – people want to compare Trey to Steph Curry. Steph Curry's got so much more people around him, Carl. You know, years ago when they won their Help. first title with Golden State, Help. they got weapons. I mean, he had a splash brother. Trey doesn't have that. There's nobody else out there that you can consistently say is going to be the guy. Yeah, and I love it, man. I know we all feel like Michael won all those titles by himself. He didn't. He had his Robin, Scotty Pippen. Right. He didn't. So, I mean, we can talk about Magic. He had Kareem. We could go down the list. Mikael Bird. I mean, just you got to have somebody else that can get you a bucket. All right, man, plenty to get to on a Monday. We will talk plenty about the draft. Atlanta United didn't look good. Uh. Neither did the Braves. Headlines on the way. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It is Dukes and Bell on a Monday. Uh, we're talking about our Hawks. So many guys hitting us up, telling us how they feel about not only last night's game. Our buddy Jonathan Walker says, I said last night at the game, um, <laughs> make PJ's blank, blank Tucker chase you around. Right. He, he's right. This is what I'm talking about. We just can't expect Trey to beat everybody off the dribble and get his. Sometimes you have to create for him. Um it's one of those things, Jonathan. It's frustrating right now. Let's see what Nate does in this game, this next game. Maybe he makes some adjustments. I do know this, Mike, is winner go home. So, you know, the right. intensity's got to be turned up a lot more. It was uh, something I was talking about with uh, the guys on Friday about, you know, how much of this you put on Nate or you say, look, you know, the Jims and Joes are just what they are. I mean, last, last round last year, the Philly thing, the New York thing, I don't know. We get those guys on their heels and they couldn't handle the pressure. Maybe they're better this time around. I don't know. I mean, hell, I mean, if Embiid doesn't hit that big three the other night, you know, they, they could be in a whole different uh, series right now with Toronto. But it's just you expected so much more this year. And then you watch, and, and there's a reason why you said to start the show. They're number one, and we weren't, we're not even in the playoffs. If this was three years ago. We're the nine seed. We're out. You know, they've got balance. They've got guys who can go inside and outside. They've got physical toughness. They've got guys who can hit you like Bam Adebayo and Deadman. They've got snipers. Like Tyler Hero is, is fearless, right? I mean, I need a hero, right? We need that guy. I'd kill to have that guy on our team right now. We don't have anything like that to consistently say he's going to pop. Give Pat Riley credit. He's built another juggernaut. Seriously. He, he got Jimmy but, uh, Butler to believe, hey, you know what? You probably aren't going to win in Philly. Come down to Miami. I'll build around you. Butler got Kyle Lowry to come. You look at what was already there. Mike, that's that's what building a team is. See, I'm a firm believer in that mm. is how you do it in the NBA. It is not the Kyrie Durant way. Mm-mm. It doesn't work. It's not the Harden Kyrie Durant way. I, I don't think that it works. Do not get me wrong. If you get a star like LeBron who's 25 in his prime and he teams up with Dwayne Wade, that, that's a different element. But it's rare and far few between. You still need components on the team that do different things. And all these championship teams, we were just talking about Michael Jordan. Who's getting all the rebounds? Rodman. Who's playing D on the other team's best player? Rodman or Pippen? You have to have components that fit. And right now I'm looking at our team, and even though I love our young core, I got to tell you, man, I said this when we started the season, and now, and I know he had a good game last night. I, I don't know if DeAndre Hunter is that dude. I just know. I don't know if, if Herter's that dude, Mike. No, not consistently. He's just not. No, you're right. I mean, you go back to, like, even, like, with the team, like, with the decision and the heat. You still had guys like Mike Miller, right? That's right. You still had those role players. You still had guys that could step up. So, we just don't have the consistent pieces. And, and like, it's not yet time. If we we don't get anything together in game five, we'll have an easy conversation. Because I got three or four guys I trade right now. But the question is, who's out there? Again, we got all summer long to discuss how we're going to make this team better. I think for certain Miami has exposed how fundamentally flawed we are because we just don't have that consistent guy. And remember, we were kind of banking on the fact that, you know, think about it, Carl. We had two guys in that draft that, okay, th- these guys are going to be able to you know, do their thing. And now I'm not even sure about DeAndre Hunter. 
You know, it, it's one thing when we talked about, you know, the other pieces in this in this whole equation. But DeAndre Hunter was the glue guy, right? Wasn't that supposed to be him? And he had a decent game by, by this team's playoff standards. But I just, I don't know what to, I, I'm not saying I, I don't believe in Schlenk's process, but you're left wondering, was last year the aberration and this is what we were really about? Which is the real Hawks team? I think, again, you look around the league and there are guys who are in their third or fourth year and you know. Look at Ant-Man. Look at the way Ant-Man is. Cam Reddish, I don't know if he's ever going to pop. That's why they moved on. Is DeAndre Hunter ever going to be that? No. But look at how Ant-Man has evolved into a superstar. That's what we need on this team. Yeah. I I just think you know. And, you know, as much as we know about Trey, guess who else I know about right now? Brandon Ingram Ingram is balling. I know. He was in L.A. for a quick minute, and everybody went, ah. And everybody said, don't trade him. And they did. I know. He can play. Stukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We'll talk more about our Hawks. All right, man. Today, as we said, Turtle is out. Bo Morgan is executive producing. Let's hit some headlines. So, Mike, what happened to the Braves? I mean, we're playing the stinking Marlins. Uh, Well, the one guy who continues to do his job is Kyle Wright. He looks good. Everybody else, not so much. Um... (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's, it's early days. I know that we had last year to look at and say, well, it's not time to throw in the white towel, just a white flag or you know, throw in the towel. But, man, ugly. We're losing to bad teams. That's what's driving Braves fans crazy. Let's hear from Snit. Uh, Snit, do you have any answers? You know, it's just a matter of getting our traction, you know, and getting something on a roll and getting things, you know, happening because everything's kind of a grind right now as it is during the course of the year a lot, more than just this stretch. I mean, it's you, we'll go through this on and off all year. It's just, it's tough. Okay, it is. Um, I just think that coming off of the season we had, and again, last year has nothing to do with this year, mm-hmm. but you look at the core of the team and the makeup of the team and the guys they went out and signed, we're supposed to be hitting better than this. And so that, I think, is the frustrating thing that you're hearing from yeah. Ryan Snicker. This team... It, listen, runs, I mean, pitching, we knew that was going to be a question. But these runs, Mike, should be coming a lot easier Oof. than what we what we are getting right now. Well, we were so excited about this roster. And, again, Acuna, they're going to have to ramp up that Acuna. I read Mark Bowman today in uh, MLB.com. Acuna's going to have to get here sooner than later. They're going to have to um, ramp up Carl. He's off today in Gwinnett, by the way. But Dickerson is terrible. He's batting 80. Okay, Rosario is batting 71. Add those two together, that's what, an average of 75 or 76. I mean, they're terrible. Dickerson is terrible. I, I, I t- Give me anybody from Gwinnett, I'll take him over Dickerson. You know, Dansby is finally starting to show some signs of life. He went to, what, two for four on, uh, on Saturday. But then to think on Saturday, Ian Anderson was terrible. The whole bullpen was terrible. First time we've seen Strider look human. He got roughed up. McHugh got roughed up. So, and this is a, a Marlins team which is in total rebuild mode. I know. They lose 5-4. I guess the good news is Austin Riley went 3-5. for five. He did have a dinger and two RBIs. This did help, but it would have been nice if it was a little bit earlier in the matchup. Swing and a drive. That's launched. Left center field. Riley has made it a one-run game. Last four hits for Riley. Extra base hits. Two homers, two doubles. It's 5-4. to four. He's heating up, which right. is good. Um... Everybody keeps waiting, and I hope so. You know me, Acuna for life. 
But I hope, like, everybody's like, when Acuna gets back, when Acuna gets back. Boy, I hope it takes off like this, Mike. Yeah. Is, it, is that like the missing secret ingredient? Well, as we said last week, there was a reason Rosario was so inexpensive. That's why they mm. got him at the trade deadline. And I, I don't know about you. Maybe I was caught up in the moment, but I thought Rosario could build off this. And he's gone back to why the then Indians were ready to move away from the guy. So... It, you, the, the law of averages says Rosario cannot be this bad all season just like Dansby. But this is about as brutal a start to a lineup. We were hailing as the, like the, the slaughterhouse gang, right? The, the, the 27 right. Yankees we thought this Braves team was going to be. Cody hits me up. He says, put him up, C. Dukes. I think Slink fell into the trap where, you know, we were hot. Right. And, and it's the same, you know, us being good last year fell into the trap of, okay, we can run this back. Obviously, You've got a young team. We're going to get better. We're going to grow. Cody says we need more talent. Here's what Jimmy Butler says about what's changed with the defense. Crowding the paint, um, closing out, and then contesting shots, um, getting kills, what we call getting stops, and guarding your man one-on-one. I think if you can do that throughout the playoffs, you'll always have a great chance to win. And more than anything, um, we limited our second-chance points in transition. Got the dub. Think, think about all that. Crowding the lane. So all those floaters, trays used to getting easy in the, during the regular season. Getting uh-uh. swatted away. They're not there. Uh-uh. Nope. Uh, closing out. Getting kills. A lot of NBA guys use that phrase. That means we're, we're getting the stops we need in those crucial possessions, and then we go down and score. And guess what? Transition points. All that stuff Butler's talking about. That's what's killing us right now, and this is playoff basketball, Mike. And I don't know, man. I'm not going to say we weren't ready because we went through this, but I do think right now you're seeing a coaching difference on one side and the other. Well, you got a, a mindset. They're aggressive, right? They're they're very aggressive. They they want to run. They want the thing is they when they rotate the ball around, they hit their open jump shots. We we miss. It's not like we're just you know, throwing up some terrible shots. We're missing really good open looks. You know, the game one, that was one with the scheduling that it, it was going to be what it's going to be. We've shown the ability we can hang with these guys. It was funny. After the loss, Butler was like, I don't like making those runs. You go on a 21 nothing run, you think you won the game. Well, they, they kept the pedal to the metal against us in the second half. And also, you know, the trade deadline. We didn't make a move. And maybe Carl didn't have to be sexy, but maybe, as I said, one of those giant European guys with a, a unibrow and no <laughs> in his name so we can have somebody to throw some elbows and be tough guy when other teams are bullying us on the court yeah it's uh it's I mean, that doesn't lot. help us with our jump shooting but it's just something we could have used no I, listen man i i do think you're seeing that play out in these playoffs where some teams are built better than others for, for the playoffs it's dukes and bell at sports radio 92.9 the game the headlines brought to you by atl live well low testosterone doesn't have to keep you down call atl live well today don't just live live well hey last but not least we're going to talk to uh, jason longshore coming up here in about 10 minutes i do want you to hear dave archer because the draft is three days away arch was asked about how many starters do we need out of this draft obviously your first round pick is going to be a starter so you would think that that would be that would be one can you find a wide receiver in that second round it's a deep wide receiver class that's why i'm saying don't go receiver at eight i think you can you can find a ton of guys in that second round whether it's uh, the christian watson kid out of north dakota state or joanne dotson from penn state I think that, uh, you know, George Pickens is going to be available, I think, in that second round. So you could get, get a guy there. And I think that guy would be a starter coming in. So I think that you're probably looking at, at two, maybe three guys that immediately start. But I think that there's probably the possibility that you could end up as many as, as four or five guys starting by the end of the season. 
just a matter of how many picks you want to use. And uh, we got all those picks in the second and third round that Arch is alluding to. Uh, I know, for Carl, it's a lot of uh, hearsay and nonsense and hard to get your head around what's going to really happen. But for what it's worth, Peter King, considered one of the better names in football, did his mock draft on Football Morning in America. He had us going wide receiver with eight and then trading back into the last pick of the first round to go get Matt Corral from Old Miss. I don't know if that would move the meter for some Falcon fans out there, but that's just one of the ways he's seeing it for this uh, Falcons team. I, I and and by the but way, I would not be happy with that to be honest with you. Yeah, no. Listen, I, and and it's one of those things where we're going to have to come to a realization as Falcon fans that they're going to do something we probably may not like. Mm-hmm. But if it works out, I mean, that's where we have to keep our fingers crossed. I don't know how many people are okay right now with us going wide receiver at eight. Does it make sense? Yes. Why is everybody talking about it? Because it makes sense. It doesn't mean it's the best thing for us to do. I think, Mike, one of the bigger things right now for me is that, that Trayvon Walker is all of a sudden now the first overall pick in this draft. Yeah. People are talking about him, and I want to put this in perspective real quick. When the season ended, Trayvon Walker was the 24th, 25th pick in this draft. That's when Georgia walked off the field against Alabama. Through between then and now, and this is why I never rush about these guys because there's so much that happens between the end of the season, workouts, personal workouts, combine. Mike, all of a sudden now he's emerged as the potential number one overall pick? Yes, Daniel Jeremiah says he doesn't do one thing super excellent and you'd say he's the man. He's a late bloomer, which scares away some guys, but he was a combine darling. Now he's even supplanted Aiden Hutchinson in some people's minds that Jacksonville will actually take him first. Then there's mock drafts where he falls all the way to us at eight. So he is a guy that some people really love and they because you can use him all over the place like a Swiss army knife, but is that worth taking first overall be the Ooh. question? Yeah, I, boy. I, and, and listen, I know dog fans are like, Hutchinson's a bum. He's not. Mm. He had more pressures, more sacks than, than Walker did, even though Walker right now is emerging as the guy. I think the tape has to matter for something. We'll talk more about it, guys. Jason Long on the way. It's Dukes and Bell. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places 
Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files to the coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. And Bell, uh, coming up a little bit later on, I'll fill you in. There's so much to talk about uh, with this trip I took. It was it was crazy. It's part of my my birthday package, which is like a bunch of things throughout the year. Um, but this was like one of the big ones. And uh, Mike, I had a great time. Hope you guys got a chance to see some of those pictures that I put out there. Mm-hmm. Put them up, see Dukes, and uh, across all social media platforms. Hey, uh, we are going to talk to Jason Longshore right now, though. Uh, we'll get to some of the stories and sharing what happened. Coming up, also we'll get to an NFL blitz. There is a lot more NFL news that will happen, guys, over the next 48, 72 hours. You have to stay tuned because there's a lot of things that could change. Jason, I want to start with just saying soccer's weird. You can own a team statistically, but you don't get the dub. And, you know, sports is weird like that, but you see it a lot more in soccer where statistically you can dominate, but yet, you know, you end up with an L. That's kind of how I see this game against Inter-Miami. Tell me what you thought about this this opportunity of missed chances that we had with them. Yeah, that's, that's how I saw it, too. I mean, the lower the scoring of a game, the more you get these situations of a sport, you know, where you, it's, it's low scoring. It can be one mistake that you can get punished for, and I think the first goal, pure mistake, second goal, um, giveaway in the middle third, some mistakes along the way, but you're already behind numbers at that point. And you dominated the game. I mean, the first half, really up until the mistake that led to Miami's goal, I was as happy with Atlanta United's play as I've been all season long. And I thought it was the kind of soccer that Gonzalo Pineda has talked about, that a lot of these players have talked about. It felt like it had a smile on its face. Like It felt like Santiago Sosa controlling everything in the middle of the park. Tiago Almada, Marcelino Moreno combining really well, creating a lot of different kinds of chances. You were getting crosses that were dangerous. You were getting combination play was dangerous. You weren't quite getting that final product, and that's what it comes down to. It it feels like this team is due. You look at all the numbers in chance creation, shot creation. Atlanta's third in Major League Soccer in both. And you look at the teams around them, and they're all teams that are scoring a lot of goals, and you're like, where are they here? Because they're just not finding the back of the nut. And as you said, just one bad pass, one turnover, and they scored on us, and they and they, they made it happen. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think Shuttleworth could really do anything in that last goal in the 63rd minute. Here's yeah. our man Jason Longshore with us here on the WaitFor.com hotline. Jason, I know we have the same argument we talk about the Hawks, although when you get beat like we did last night, you can't complain about the refs. But what is the purpose of video assist replay, VAR, 
Brooks Lennon gets fouled inside the box. And I heard you guys, I was listening to the radio call while I was watching on TV, and they don't even review it. I mean, it's hard for the fans to understand what's going on here. Yeah, now you had two different incidents, and, and this is a game where I really do feel like the professional referees organization is going to have to give a, an explanation on two, two different things. The first half incident with Marcelino Moreno, uh, both technically were reviewed. Um, you have the video assistant referee. They check everything. Play was held up for both. The first half one did not go down to an on-field review. The second half incident with Brooks Lennon did go to the on-field review. Jair Marufo didn't call a penalty live. The video assistant referee, whatever their conversation was, and we don't know what that is right now, it's at least he goes over to the monitor to take a look. And more often than not, I don't have percentages in front of me in leagues around the world use VAR in different ways. More often than not, when a referee goes to look at the monitor, they're usually going to change the call they had on the field. In this case, they did not. Out of the two, I I feel like the second one with Brooks Lennon was far more of an obvious penalty. Uh, I feel like there was a grab on the upper body and coming across the lower body. Uh, I've seen some quotes attributed to Jair Marufo from our friend Joe Patrick, and um, he at least – it feels like he's trying to plant the seed a little bit that Lennon was looking for the call. And I didn't get that sense at all. I think there's contact and he goes down. The referee can make the judgment on if it's enough contact to call the penalty and Marufo doesn't. But the fact that it went to a review and then it was not given, I think the professional referees organization, and they do these videos and they, they do articles to talk about why you have decisions or non-decisions. They're going to have to explain this one because Everybody that I have seen, pundits nationally, people in the building, the TV commentary, everybody felt like that second one was a penalty, and that gives Atlanta an opportunity to to equalize late. Nothing will happen. I saw manager Pineda, Gonzalo Pineda, say he thought so as well. I mean, he's not going to get fined for speaking out on that, is he? No, no, and and his comments after the game, Gonzalo Pineda knows exactly what he's doing. He, He wasn't trying to create an incident out of it and and he shouldn't but it is frustrating it it is frustrating when you have two incidents where you know it's it's reckless defending inside the 18 and one gets reviewed one doesn't and one gets sent down for an on-field review to be specific and you don't get a penalty in either one yeah, just frustrating, as you said, if you're just joining us, guys. Jason Longshore talking about a 2-1 loss down in Miami, Inter-Miami. Big vote down in Miami coming up this week about their new stadium. That's going to be a big one for them. The, uh, you know, the, the, the frustration level for the fans, because, you know, we, we look obviously beating Chattanooga, that's a lesser opponent. I thought they were going to build off that and kind of get a flow going. Is it really going to come down to when Aro Uju can start and play close to a full match that's going to help? You know, I'm, I'm really glad you mentioned that, Mike, because he's different. He's got a different vibe. Um, There's something that I bring up a lot when we talk about teams that play in this manner. They're looking to create rhythm, and you're looking for combination play. I think Atlanta has done a really good job with all of the different changes they've had to deal with of of starting to build a rhythm, And, and the Chattanooga game was part of it. But this game, you see combinations between players and creating good opportunities. But Araujo, he's... He brings you a different mentality because sometimes he can do it by himself. Sometimes he doesn't look for the combination. Sometimes he's going to blow past the defender and go to goal himself. He's going to try for that thing that is just 
you know, outlandish at times. It's it's spectacular when he pulls it off. He's not going to always pull it off because it doesn't work that way. It's not that easy. But he's the one who gives you something different. And I think it, it helps both sides of it because if he's on and he creates something, then great, you, you get in the back of the net. But he's going to, because of that threat, he's going to create more space for the others. And I think his inclusion, every time we've seen him in 2022 – it changes the dynamic. Right. It changes the vibe. It's like the, the tempo of the music picks up. You know, it just it changes everything. Jason Longshore, our guest guys, talking about Atlanta United. All right, let's look ahead at Montreal. Uh, what are the expectations there, Jason? Yeah, it's not getting easier. Montreal's five <laughs> straight unbeaten. Um, this is a team you drew with last time at Mercedes-Benz, but it's a team now that, you know, out of CONCACAF Champions League has started playing very well. You go on the road to Stad Saputo, it's never easy. They've got a playmaker in Georgi Mihailovic, who is among the best in the league, one of the best that you know could represent the U.S. men's national team. I think he's one that should get called in. And you look at what they have up top. They've got Romo Kyoto, who's that explosive forward that can blow past you with speed. And they've got Kai Kamara, who's been around the block and has scored pretty much everywhere in this league. So they're a difficult team. They're a good, a good defensive team. They're very well organized, very well coached by Wilfred Nancy. It's not going to be easy for Atlanta United, but they shouldn't change anything. You know, you want to get Araujo healthy and get him in. That's the change you're looking to make. Mm. But you're not changing the way you play. You're not changing what has led to stronger performances each time out, in my opinion. It's just that final product hasn't happened for them yet. All right, because it's not like we can fire another coach. We've got to ride this out, right? I mean, we got to, I mean, there's no, this, this guy's got to make it work. Not happening in this case. Gonzalo, I think what he's building is just, so special and I've, I've got a lot of belief in the vibe that he's building amongst this team but also the quality of play let's get his guys healthy and get him consistent teams for once and I, I think you'll see his quality Jason great job as always appreciate you stopping by look forward to seeing what this team does on the road Jason Longshore follow him at Longshoe on Twitter take care Jason thanks y'all all right, man. Yeah, I can hear the frustration in Mike and Jason with the call. And how about Conti, man, the marathon man from uh, South Florida back to Atlanta? He was working yesterday. Yeah, man. I mean, listen, uh, it's one of those things when, when you know, Conti was like, uh, he were talking to him last week, and he was like, I hope I get back in time. And, and he made it back in time. But right. I'll say this, man. This team, very much like the Hawks during the regular season, the expectation of what we were getting and what we have right now are kind of two different things. And you know, again, here's the part, and, and Jason's exactly right about the statistical stuff. But, Mike, the average soccer fan doesn't care about that. Nope. They, they don't care about those numbers that, that managers and coaches and Carlos Bogonegra and, and Darren look at. They just care about the wins. Let, let's get a result. And the problem right. is we haven't been able to do enough of that as of late. But that's why I'm always asking Jason about Araujo because I just, to me, I see, to, to me, that's a guy that stirs the drink, that creates mismatches. Jason just outlined, you know, maybe sometimes he's going to be more of a team player than kind of going for the hero style. But there's so many weapons. On paper, you've got enough weapons. You can spread this around. These guys can be the best player on two or three other teams. But for whatever reason, it's just not translating. Yeah, no. it's, just, it's just not. So hopefully this thing does at some point come together. But it's been really frustrating for fans that are used to seeing this team scoring a lot of goals. And then, you know, and it's not like, it's you know, Carl, watching the paint dry. They're getting a lot of shots on net. They're just not scoring. 
404-741-0929. It is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. Again, follow us. He is Mike Bell, ATL. I mean, put him up. See Dukes. The radio show is Dukes and Bell 929. And, of course, this radio station, 929 The Game. We've got a lot more to get to, guys, a lot more to chop up, including NFL Blitz on the way. We're going to talk about uh, who may be on the trading block. Also, a restructure in our division and more on the Falcons, who pick eighth on Thursday night. I can't wait. I'm going to be honest with you guys. This is the most exciting (laughs) time of the year when you talk about football. I know we're all about the season, but it's what you do now that sets you up for success. We're going to talk more about it. NFL Blitz next. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.